Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's your Daily Dose of Donna. It is Tuesday, March 28th, and it's a sunny day, which is why I'm in a tank top. If you're on YouTube, you can see this. If you're on TikTok, hello, welcome live. Oh, you guys, we have a fun show ahead of us. Nothing, well, look, I'm going to, let me start. Ah, Let's reverse. I'm going to reverse a little bit. First of all, I want to say that my podcast has hit, drum roll, over 10,000 downloads on Lipson, meaning listens and, you know, from the podcast app and from Spotify. That does not include the 40 plus thousand views on YouTube in the last week. So it's been a really exciting time. I haven't even hit my three-month anniversary. That will be on April 6th. This is super exciting. Thank you, Jackie. I've got some people watching live on TikTok. And look, I'm going to tell you this right now. If you are in the process right now of either coming up with a podcast, starting a podcast, want to grow your podcast, just you wait. I have something really, really exciting for you. I'm going to be probably have more to talk about it tomorrow. But I've got a really, really cool offer for you just because I always want to teach people my tricks when it comes to this stuff. And I've got a lot of tricks. I got a lot of tricks up my sleeve that I'm not wearing. I'm in a sleeveless today. Um, it's, but like I said, it's a gorgeous day. And today, you know, it's so funny. Have you guys watched Fleischman is in trouble? Now Fleischman is in trouble is not a reality show. This is a scripted show that aired on, I want to say Hulu. Um, it premiered last year, the end of last year. When I tell you this show changed my life, it really did. And I was talking to my friend this morning who is watching it for the first time. And I'm so jealous because that feeling of being able to experience something for the first time is so good, which is how I feel every single Wednesday night during Vanderpump. I'm like excited. What am I going to see? What is Vanderpump going to show me? So we're going to get right into some of the stories. Um, but of course, I had to just give a little bit of homework. And I also want to just give a quick shout out to our sponsor of today's podcast, Fresh Starts Registry. Fresh Starts Registry is the first kind, the first in its kind. It's an it's an all uh, kind of included registry for anyone that is starting something new. So anyone that has maybe a possible new divorce, like Reese Witherspoon needs to hook up with Fresh Starts Registry. Anyone that has moved to a new apartment or started a new job or maybe have just come out of the closet or something big, a new shift, they have a registry now. And it's called Fresh Starts Registry because we're so used to these registries only for like babies and weddings, but there's so many people that want, you know, that need help when, you know, they're going through a devastating breakup. Like Ariana and Reese Witherspoon need to connect right now with FreshStartsRegistry.com. It's started by my friends, Olivia and Jenny. They're fantastic. They're sisters, hardest workers in town. Go check them out and follow them over on Instagram and everything and say, I tell them I said, hi. (laughs) tell them I sent you. Okay. So now we're going to get into the show. So a couple things. Last night I spent a, like a strong amount of time watching Love is Blind. 
Um, I think they've only released five episodes, maybe four. I had just finished the fourth episode. I'm not going to release spoilers, but I do think I should have like a love is blind tell all type of episode, maybe in a week or two after all the episodes are out. After I can give you guys a little bit of like a heads up. Are you watching love is blind? Let me know right now in the comments. Let me know. I need to know because when I tell you, I think this is the best season so far. And now I always feel it that way, like at the beginning, because it's like you're so into it and so good. But the way that they gave us so much more personality in the people, like in their homes, rather than just in the pods, the way that there's backstabbing between the girls and the guys, the way that the guys, oh my God, and I don't want to give spoilers, but I believe, so I watched one of the episodes last night where the last of the five couples was chosen and they all kind of headed on over to Mexico. And when I tell you, the gamut of the couples in this Love is Blind season, it's crazy. So the, there's a couple that is so massively in love, can't get enough of each other, literally will be married for the rest of their lives. I mean, that's just what I think. And then there's a couple, and like I said, I'm not going to say names, that is quite possibly the most uncomfortable couple to watch. Uh, my kids sometimes watch with me for just like a few minutes, and I feel like Love is Blind is a show that's like pretty benign, like nothing horrible is going to happen if they come and watch it. So they watched Love is Blind one episode, like 30 minutes of an episode last night before bed. And they watched this one couple. And the way that we laughed so hard about it and the way that a 10-year-old even understands like, this isn't going to work. How awkward is this? Um, basically, it's a bad sign when you quote unquote fall in love in the pods and then you don't even want to kiss. It's a bad sign. Just saying, Right. And I get it. Like, it's got to be really weird. You imagine a certain person and then you see them and you're like, oh my God, you're not who I thought. But the way that she talked to him when she first met him after they reunite, when they first reunited, like some of the couples are like, I love you so much. Oh my gosh. I am so happy. I feel like I'm on top of the world. I can't get my hands off you making out. And then this couple is like, okay, let's sit down and let's talk. And then she has the audacity to say, you're creepy. She's like, you're creepy looking. Stop looking at me that way. Well, if I could tell you one thing, every good love affair starts with a you're creepy. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. So I just need to know if you guys are watching Love is Blind and should we do a whole recap? And when is it too early to do spoilers? Okay, but I'm going to say this is spoiler free. I'm going to keep these spoiler free unless it's Vanderpump. I can't keep Vanderpump spoilers away. Like if you're not watching Vanderpump on Wednesday night or first thing Thursday morning, then that's not my fault. That's yours, right? Okay, so the next step, let's move on into Vanderpump. Vanderpump has had a couple of things happening. Number one, let's talk about Jax and Brittany. Jax Taylor, famously from 10 seasons of, uh, almost 10 seasons of um, Vanderpump. He was like the villain on the show. And if you've been watching my Instagram stories, I've been re-watching Vanderpump whenever I have little chances here and there. And I will tell you, he's such a tool and such a douche season one. Season two, he's so handsome. He's so cute. He's so in love with Stassi, wants her back so badly. Then he went through all kinds of different iterations. 
he and his current wife, Brittany, who they've been together, they've been married four years, together eight years. She's like super Southern Belle. I'm sure you guys know who she is if you're watching this podcast or listening to this podcast. She's got a, a twang. She's like, hey, Jax. I mean, it is so strong. And she lives here in the Valley. And I'm wondering if she's ever going to get rid of it. Does, is this something that just sticks forever like Paula Deen? Okay, so she is so sweet. Can't hurt a fly type of personality. The fact that she's with him is actually probably the best person for him. I don't know if she, he could be with like a like a Stassi type of behave person ever. Like, there's a reason that didn't work. But anyway, they had a podcast that they just they just started a new podcast and it's called Reality Ever After. I want to say it's with um, it's Jackson Brittany, of course. Reality. I'm gonna look it up. I should probably know. Um, I just listened to it. So, oh, when reality hits, that's what it is. When reality hits with Jackson Brittany, and I listened to it on my walk this morning. And I have to say, I listened to it at 1.5 speed, which I listen to a lot of my podcasts. I didn't mind it. Thought it was kind of cute. But here's the thing: like we're all benefiting from Scandaval. I'm benefiting from Scandaval. My downloads are off the charts when I talk about Scandaval. All of us that are talking about it and creating content and listen, if anyone should make money from talking about Scandaval, it's people that are either on the show, were on the show, or people like us that are obsessed with the show. Why not? Like it's the gift that keeps on giving, the Scandaval. And so Jax Taylor and Brittany were on a red carpet last night for the iHeartRadio Awards. And I can't with his mustache. And I, I just posted a TikTok about this. Literally mustache like like a triangle. I mean, it's so it's so bad. And I just think, you know, you know how cauliflower had a really good year and then Brussels sprouts and kales had good years and like all these like random foods have had really good years. Uh, mustaches are having horrible years. Like the PR team behind mustaches are like, what are we going to do? Scandaval has taken us down. They've made us look horrible. They've made us look like, you know, creep, creepsters. So Jax, get rid of the mustache. Good looking guy. Super good looking guy not into the mustache. He and Brittany are being interviewed by Extra on the red carpet. And the interviewer said, so um, I hear it got really like volatile during the reunion and people had to be physically separated. Any idea? And Jack starts by saying like, I'm kind of like thinking maybe it was the guys, like maybe it was Tom and Tom, and the two boys. And then, you know, Brittany's like, hey, <laughs> in the background. And then Jack's like, no, I'm not just thinking. Like, I've talked to him. It, it's him. Now, is Jax being honest? That And by the way, Schwartz needs to stop talking to Jax. And I say this with love for everyone involved there, except some of them. But Schwartz needs to stop talking to Jax because Jax is letting out all the things about him. Like, Jax was on Watch What Happens Live saying that Schwartz told him that he's known about the affair. Schwartz, keep your mouth quiet. Jax is not a TMZ paparazzi. There's only certain people that you can talk to about this, and Jax is not one of them. Let's let's not talk to Jax about it, okay? If you want to protect yourself at all. Now, meanwhile, speaking of talking, Tom Sandoval, <laughs> Jeff Lewis obsessed. Hey, girl, Sarah, she says, I don't believe one thing coming out of Jax's mouth. You know, it's really interesting. I'm so curious to know if it's true or not. I kind of don't believe him either, but also, like, why are we lying at this point? Like, you're off the show. If you're trying, and he's trying to get another show. You know he is. He's talked about it very openly. Okay, so we're going to, we're going to keep on going here. So, Yesterday, Tom Sandoval, last night, happens 
so randomly happens to run into the same paparazzi guy that Rachel Raquel runs into outside of Blush Nail Bar. Now, also in another strip mall, these all these people only hang out in strip malls. They're literally strip mall hoppers. Strip mall hoppers. Um, the reason Britney is shocked because he's making this shit up on the fly. Yes. And she's like, <laughs> she just has that nervous laugh, Sarah. Oh my God, I totally agree. That's so funny. <laughs> he's like, shut up and let me do this. I know how to be famous. <laughs> and she's like, okay, Jax, we need to pay our bills, our mortgage for these the $2.5 million house we bought back when we were on Vanderpump. Um, okay, so Sandoval. So again, nighttime, he is in a strip mall. I don't know if he's meeting up with his band members to do some sort of rehearsal. I think that that was what was happening. This is the best part. The interview starts out with him trying to shove all of his suitcases. You can't write this yet. Like four suitcases into the backseat of his pickup truck because I imagine they were in the pickup part. But since he was leaving the car, he couldn't just let them there. So half of the interview was him like like being a really (laughs) – it's like Vicky and the family van. If you guys get that reference, you're going to get it. Like shoving these these suitcases into this like really small space. Can't get them in. Can't get them in. That's what she said. That's what he said. And the suitcases, you know, finally get in there. He's chatting. He's talking, you know, but it's so obviously, you know, a planned thing. This is nighttime. It looks late. There's not a lot of cars driving around. It's probably past 10 p.m. at night because L.A., like these areas, these small little strip malls, a lot of them kind of shut down. Um, Okay, I'm going to get to that in just a second, Vanessa. We got a good comment. And... And so, so he's, he's, you know, yeah, yeah, man, can't really comment on that. And this paparazzi guy, it's so funny because he's asking these questions and I'm like, ask better questions. But he's like, so you talked to Raquel? Can't really comment on that. Have you talked to Ariana? Can't really comment on that. Yeah, it's like really hard. It's hard. Now he did ask, how do you feel about it? Do you regret cheating on Ariana? And of course, Tom Sandoval is going to say, yes, he says hindsight is twenty twenty. Which obviously means yes. But the paparazzi guy, bless his heart, is like, wait, so you don't? Like, what do you mean? Like, you don't care about the past? And he's like, no, I just said hindsight is twenty twenty, meaning like, yes, I look back and I feel kind of, you know, whatever. It was kind of funny. Like, if hindsight is twenty twenty, I guess doesn't really make sense to a lot of people. But yes, he does feel bad. But that's like me saying like, do you want more followers on TikTok? The answer is yes. Like, the, it's, it's, it's a duh. Like, can you imagine if he's like, no, I don't feel bad for that at all. Well, maybe that's actually how he feels. But he knows if he's on a, on a camera, he has to act a little bit sad, right? So he walks in t- and they ask him about Schwartz and Sandy's. How's it doing? And he's like, yeah, it's not great. It's not great. Now, if we take what Jax Taylor said, which was truth, and Vanessa actually had a question on TikTok, said, why would Jax lie on national TV? He told us the truth about Miami Girl and the affair with Ariana. So let's talk about that for a real quick second. Jax, I think Jax is a little bit of a pathological type, like from watching the show. I do think that there's like a part of him that feels this need to kind of like skirt the truth, but I don't think he's going to benefit from it anymore. And I do think he sees these guys for what he re- they really are. So like one of the things he said today in the episode was that, you know, being on the show, Jax was the villain on the show for years and years and years. And him being on the show, he became almost, sorry, my connection's kind of bad on uh, TikTok. He became almost the scapegoat for 
Tom and Tom's bad behavior. So if Tom Schwartz was acting badly or Tom Sandoval was acting badly, it's like they would always be like, but Jax. And the attention always just went towards Jax. Jax was the more outspoken, like bad one. Schwartz and Sandy were like the nice, sweet ones, right? And then James came on and James almost like took over that role for a while from Jax. There's always like a villain. So now Jax is off the show. Yeah, I don't know if he has anything to benefit from lying. Um, I think that... I think he'll, it's probably true. I think he would look stupid if he said that Schwartz was the one that went after him and it wasn't actually Schwartz. You know what I mean? Okay. So let's keep going with the conversation. So yeah, Tom does this interview. It's such a planned interview. Hey, meet me and, and just l- let me happen to be going to my band recital and let me happen to, um, you know, go and, and talk to, uh, the band members exactly like right when he got to the recite the recital the rehearsal um the TMZ guy was like any up to upcoming dates and all of a sudden like his manager some dude is out there he's like yeah we'll be in Montclair on this day we'll be at Canyon Club and this day we'll be on there like he's promoting his band that he pays for right now he's promoting his 10 piece paid for band it's too much for me like can't handle it can't handle it so that is a Vanderpump Rules update. Um, I don't know if there's anything crazy new other than that that I've seen other than, you know, Lala was on Je- Jeff Lewis this morning. I haven't listened to it yet, so I'll listen to it in a little bit. I'm sure she covered it to the extent that we've been able to cover it, but she can't really talk much about it. Now, she- Lala, is, um, Lala is definitely more of a team Heather. I think than team Megan, although I think she's friendly with Megan too. So I don't really know exactly like what, you know, the situation is there between them, but I think that Lala and Heather McDonald are really, really close. I think that's pretty, you know, obvious and they're really, um, they have a connection. And so even though Lala is also a Trump and has been with on, on with the show with Megan many times, I do think there's going to be probably a little kinship between her and Heather. So I'm curious to hear what she has to say about that. I'll let you guys know tomorrow. Um, tomorrow speaking of is the next episode of Vanderpump rules. Obviously we're going to be watching that live dying to watch it. Um, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll be back also on Thursday to share more about that. So Heather McDonald had a new episode of Juicy Scoop today. Um, hi, Juicy Scoopers. I know you guys are here. She did not mention it. She didn't mention it. So I think she's kind of on the on the done, like on the moving on about the conversation. I think they, her and everyone, like we've kind of sucked it all we can. Now, Scandival keeps coming out with like little, um, you know, fun little seeds or, or as James Kennedy says, like Easter eggs. But the Heather Megan thing is kind of just like done right now. So at this point, I think it's better for everyone. Just move on, pretend it never happened, and just continue to have fun. Um, let me know for sure below in the comments if you like this episode, if you like this show, tell me what you want to hear about more. Tell me what you want me to deep dive about more. Obviously, subscribe. Obviously, give me a thumbs up. Obviously, share this with your friends, like all the things. You guys have been an incredible audience. I seriously, seriously love um, podcasts, YouTube, all of you guys. So if you're over on Apple or on Spotify, give me a five-star review, a rating and a review. And it means the world to me. I have something really exciting, like I said, about uh, if you are looking to grow your podcast, it's coming up and you'll have a chance to work directly with me. It'll be really fun. Um, I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a great day. Hey!